Good evening. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you for tuning in. This is John Rosenberg, your host from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, tonight we're going to talk about specifically the Latino community when it comes to black struggle, whatever you want to call it. Um, the word Latino, I don't like using that term or Hispanic, whatever, mulattoes. But anyhow, that's the geopolitical term that they use for mulattoes who speak Spanish from South America to the Caribbean islands in Central America. Now, I'm not here to diss anybody who from South America, Central America, or South America, or the Caribbean, especially people who speak Spanish, because I do speak Spanish, to hablo español un poquito. But what I'm saying is that when it comes to social issue, the Hispanic community, whether you talk about Cubans, specifically the white Cubans in Miami, those are muen racista. Comprende? Muen racista. Dominicano, muen racista. You have some Colombian, muen racista. Those are Spanish bloodline who reside in those countries. Most of them are Jewish who speak Spanish. Let's keep that perspective. Even when you watch Telemundo, you don't see any black people on those networks. Why is that? Because by and large, you look at Brazil. Brazil have 100 million so-called blacks, so-called Negroes in that country. You look at Colombia. Colombia have about 10 million black people in there. Uh, you have Venezuela. You have Nicaragua. You got Mexico. You, you don't see black faces on those networks. Why is that? Because they're controlled by Zionist Jews who speak Spanish. Now, when it comes to the United States, you look at the black struggle, the civil rights, the feminist movement back in the late 60s, early 70s. When it comes to reparation, social issue, Hispanic always take a left. They never take a partake in it because they feel like they have no horse in the race. Now, when it comes to entertainment, they always participate because they love our culture. They love the, the sports. They love the music. And I'm not knocking them because our music is, have a global appeal. And when you look at us in sport, we, we have a global appeal when it comes to sport. Any black man that plays sports, he or she have a global appeal. When you look at Venus, Venus, the Venus sisters, you look at um, LeBron James, you look at Michael Jordan, you look at Pelé. You look at all those black athletes in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And, and now they have a global appeal. Most white athletes don't have that. You have some who does have it, like Beckham, but he's overrated, if you ask me. But like I said, when it comes to social issues, the Latino community have never beat our ally. Why do I say that? Because I live in the Latino community. Now, when it comes to immigration now, they always want us to speak on their behalf, which is bad. And I tell them all the time to the face, I say, I say, okay. I say why? Why is that? Because when it comes to social issue, where there's um, police brutality, when, it, when you talk about um, reparation, right? reparation is a big t- topic right now on the, in, on the media. Whether you're watching N- 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 MSNBC, whether you're watching NBC News, CBS, ABC News, CNN, reparation is a big topic as of late. Now, the ADRS is an initiative that was pushed out by 
uh, black descendant of this country. They have the right really so to claim those. Uh, they have the right to file for reparations. I said they need to take this to the, the uh, to the to Geneva because if America cannot do that, they have to take it to the World Court because America, her greatest sin is slavery. Let me repeat that: America's greatest sin is slavery. That that is a her greatest sin, and she have not she have not reconciled with that sin. She have not. For the past 400 years, she have not reconciled with that sin. And that sin will either make her or break her. And it's going to break this country in half. Watch and see moving forward if they don't get this thing resolved. Because even the Bible speak about that. The first shall be, the, the, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. I repeat, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Now, the Negro, because Negro American, by and large, they built this country. Let's be clear on that. You can refute that fact. They built this country and they, with their bare hands. Their forefathers built the country. We're not talking about African American. We're not talking about African that came from Nigeria, Zimbabwe, Ghana. We ain't talking about those Africans. We're not talking about even us Caribbeans. And we, we are the same lineage with them. Because Caribbean people uh, and American blacks are one of the same, if you ask me. They are the same bloodline. But because of segregation, discrimination, uh, 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 segregation, uh, racism, they separate the people due to nationality. But if you look at the bloodline, the DNA line, they're, very, they're one of the same. But we're not talking about African or so-called or, or Asian which is a, a social culture. We're not talking about Middle Eastern. And most of them are too are Africans. That being said, the Latino community specifically have benefited from black people. They have benefited by and large. Whether you talk about Cubans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, they have benefits. Mexicans, you look at in LA, a lot of Vatos Patos. Those motherfuckers over there, they run the shit over there. They don't control the, the, the whole country, the whole state, but they act like they run shit. We know they don't run shit, but that's how they act like. But what I'm saying is that by and large, the Latino community do not support any social issue when it comes to black struggle. If you have nothing, if you have nothing to do with sports or entertainment, they don't support it. When it comes to immigration, they want you to jump ship with them. But like you, you, you see, I'll give you an example. When Trump, back in 2016, 17, when Trump made that comment, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Mexico, a shithole, there was an uproar with one Latino, so called Latino community. There was an uproar. They went, Papi, el loco, el Trump, el pendejo, maricón, Trump, el loco. But on the flip side, when he called African Haiti a shithole, everybody was, he was like, tur, tur, tur. you didn't hear a damn pen drop. He didn't make no comment. He didn't, on Twitter, they shut down their Twitter feed. They didn't tweet nothing. There was not one Latino that I recall that's in politics or that's in pub, public service that respond to that comment. They all keep their mouth shut. Why is that? Because they have their own races, which I call colorism, which we have here in America. But they have that racism embedded in their mind as young children 
when they see a black person, they look down on the black person. Even they would tell the children, oh, no more, no Morenos, like no blacks. Like, don't do it, Morenos, don't do it, blacks. You want El Blanco. That's what they teach their children. Not all of them are like that, but by and large, I'll say 95% of them are like that. Because I live in that community, so I know exactly what I'm talking about. I have date Spanish women, and I have Spanish friends. When I go to their house, their mothers, their grandmothers watch in Telemundo, Univision. That's what they're watching. I don't see no black people. If I see black people on, the, on that screen, usually they are butlers and maid, or how I call this thing, uh, chauffeurs. But you hardly see them as, I think it was a Venezuelan TV I was watching, there was one black doctor. I was like, oh, I've never seen such a thing in South American TV. I had to pause. I said, let me watch this. There's a black doctor in Venezuela. There's a whole bunch of them in Venezuela, but you don't see them on TV like that. But that was the first time they put a black doctor on TV and a Spanish TV at that. But that racism is embedded to slavery throughout the Americas. So a lot of them, they have that attitude. You know, they're mosquito. Like Dominican, they like I'm mosquito. I'm this, I'm that, I'm Tiano Indian. And a nigga, you're black, okay? All this buffoonery, stop it. So what I'm saying is that when it comes to social issue, you see Rosario, when they ask her, what are you, what are you identify? She said, I don't identify black, I identify as white. And most Hispanic, by and large, they identify as Caucasian. Let's be clear on that. Most Hispanic, when they, file, when they fill the application, they don't say black or African, whatever it is, which I'm not knocking them because black is a color and, and a status. And white is a color and a status if you know if you know history, if you know if you study words. So if you know and if you study law, you know black is a is a status, not a people or person. Same thing for white. But a lot of them uh, they identify with Caucasian. With black. They don't put black in their application. So you have to be aware of that. That's why a lot of us get bamboozled by those other ethnicities, whether you talk about Filipinos, whether you talk about Mexican. Uh, Korean, Chinese, East Indians, those ethnicities, when they come here, they have this prejudice towards black people. A lot of it is jealousy because they don't have that, they don't have those luxuries in their country. So when they acquire those luxuries, they think they made it. So consequently, they have a tendency of looking down and being just, you know, forget, you know, so forgetful where they came from. A lot of East Indians are like that. You know, they come from poor countries, poor province in India. They come here, they establish themselves, and they make a couple million dollars a year. And, you know, they move to the bur- to the birds. They move to the suburbs. I call it the birds. They move to the birds. And they got a nice house, a nice car. They put the, the children in Ivy League schools. So now when they see a black person, they look down on them. And we cause that because we allow those ethnicities come to a, in our community and establish themselves. We need to stop doing that because they don't allow us into their community. Into, they, don't, they don't let that happen. We are the only person, the only ethnic group in America that does that. And that is bad for us collectively, economically. So the Latino community have, not, have never supported the black cause. Even when you talk about, uh, when you look at Hollywood, a lot of those Latino actors, they got into Hollywood because of black people. Let's be clear on that. Even in music, a lot of those musicians, they get their foot in those doors because of black people. 
You look at Ricky Martin, you look at uh, Jennifer Lopez, the list goes on and on. A lot of them get into Hollywood because of black people who open the door for them. They can say, oh, no, papi, that's not true. Yes, it is true. Black people paved the way for you guys to come. You look at sport, like baseball, for instance. I remember that guy in the 70s who played for the Oakland A's. Those of us who from Oakland know who I'm talking about. Those of us who live in L.A. He played for the Oakland A's. He was one of the top players back in the 70s. I think his RBI was like 720, something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. He took a whole year off because he challenged Congress because he wanted to raise the pay rate for the, the, the baseball players. He ended up losing a lot of money in endorsement. Now, I think on his deathbed, he said, I hope that people use my cause for the right cause because I put my life on the line for you guys. And that's why you see all those baseball players now, they get those big 100, 200 million dollar contract because of him. And he used to play for the Oakland A's back in the 70s. Those of us who, who are baseball historian know who I'm talking about. So that being said, Hispanic, Latino, mulatos, like I, look to, I like to call them mulatos, those motherfuckers, they don't give a damn. Especially when it comes to social issue, reparation. Ask any Hispanic in your country, in your neighborhood, or your neighborhood, ask them. Do you support reparation for black people in America? Yeah, papi, you no say, you no say, no comprende, no pick English. Do you support immigration? Yeah, si, senor, si, senor, si, 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 yes, 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 yes. I support immigration, I support that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you support uh, police brutality? Oh, papi, ay, bendito. Um, uh, police brutality, I don't know, you no say, no porque, I don't know, papi. You know, say, I don't know. Do you support reparation? Ay, papi, no more. Reparation, what is that? Can you spell that for me? I don't know. No big English, papi. So they, 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 don't, they don't care about the black struggle. Let's be real on that. They do not care. Now, when their foot is put into the fire, now they want allies. They come get uh, a, simple, a simple Negro, a simple-minded Negro like Warren Martin, who going on TV trying to defend Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, yes, she's a black woman. You can make the argument because her father's Jamaican. So I'll give her that. But if you look at her character, you look at her history, she have not, you know, support black people in the forefront. She have not. I've looked her, I look her up. You know, even though she says she went to a segregated school, I'm like, nigga, what the, the hell I got to do with the black struggle? You went to a school that was... You was busting to a school in, in the 80s. I'm like, that was, civil rights was already done 20 years prior to that. So I'm like, calm down, lady. Hey, you know why? You want a, you want a cookie now? Hell, you married to a white man. So, hello. Now I'm not going to get into your personal business. Hey, that's your prerogative. You want to marry a Caucasian? You're like the Caucasian cock? Hey, knock yourself out. But what I'm saying is that we have to be mindful who's our allies. Those immigrants, myself included, but what I'm saying is that I'm, I have to be transparent. We must be transparent when we dissecting, when we're breaking down who is your ally. Chinese is not your ally. East India is not your ally. Those Korean, they're not your ally. Even the Filipinos, you see them in a lot of more nurses. And they work, I work with them. A lot of them, they, not all of them are like that. Let me be clear on that. There are some good Filipinos. Very friendly people, but a lot of them, they like whitey. 
you love the white meat. But what I'm saying is that we have to be careful who's your allies. Latino, even though they've been in this country for 100 years now, or about 50 years, roughly 50 to 100 years, one can argue. I'll say 50 years or 60, give or take 50 to 60 years they've been in this country. But by and large, when it comes to social issues, when it comes to reparation, a Latino, whether it's a representative, whether it's a politician Latino, they will never talk about those stuff. They will bug dance around the subject. Like they will say, yeah, I suppose reparation, yeah. I suppose gay rights. I'm like, what the hell gay rights got to do with reparation? What the hell women white got to do with reparation? And let's go back to women white. Those white women that you guys support right now, when there was when black people was working the plantation, when their husband died, they took the deed to those house. The black people didn't get the deed to the house. The white woman get the wife had it, so they didn't really suffer. Only thing they suffered they couldn't vote, but they get the wealth. We talk about wealth here. We're not talking about a couple change, couple dollars. We talk about wealth. When their husband died, pass on, that white woman was entitled to that land, to that plantation. So save me with this uh, pettiness. Oh, those were white women rights. Negro, please. So we have to pay attention to who is your ally. Because Latinos, by and large, they do not support the black cause. They only support it when it's convenient for them. Especially immigration. When it comes to immigration, papi, hey, you my head, que pasa, papi. They care about you. know, they, they come out by the they, by, by the thousands, by the millions, they come out. When it comes to social issue, you may have one or two that will pop off, but if we go by the law of average, you're not gonna see them on Twitter talking about this, you're not gonna see them on YouTube. You may see one of videos that might talk about one Latino that might go to the extreme, and he'll get a lot of flack from his community. Silencio, silencio. They out of this shit. That's not your thing. Papi, talk about immigration. Talk about immigration. They talk about gay rights. They're not going to talk about reparation. They're not going to talk about social issues. But they will talk about gay rights. They will talk about immigration. They will talk about women rights. That's what they will talk about. Watch Telemundo. When they have those um, conversations, politic conversations, do you ever see those, those pundits on Telemundo talk about reparation? Nah. Nah. They're not going to talk about that. They ain't going to talk about reparation for black people. They're not going to talk about um, social issue, unless if it's pertaining to them, you see, when it's their when it's their foot is in the like when the Mexican get deported, that was a big issue. It's still a big issue for them. They don't like that. Well, if it's about Haitian being deported, oh, <laughs> hey Haitianos, <laughs> oh, I just feels. But when it comes to uh, Mexico, oh, Mexicano, they went, but they went apes. They went fucking gorilla. They go banana apes. But what I'm saying is that, you know, we have to pick a bottle. We have to know who's your allies. Because these people, by and large, they do not support black cause. They only support black cause when it's convenient for them. I repeat, Latinos only support black cause when it's convenient for them. Especially when it comes to immigration, they will come out by the millions they want us to come out and support them. They want black politicians to come out and speak on their behalf. But when it comes to social issue, reparation, they're not gonna talk, they're gonna bug dancing around those topics like Warren Martin was doing the other day when he was talking about um, black men 
hitting on um, Kamala Harris. I'm like, Negro, please, go sit your fat ass somewhere. But what I'm saying is that calling black men asinine because they don't support Kamala Harris. Negro, that's all you got That's all you got in your arsenal? You calling us asinine because we don't support Kamala Harris? We have the right to not support her. <laughs> we don't have, just because a person is brown-skinned, that means we have to support him to, for president. Come on now. You don't do that to white folks. You don't do that to them. You don't say, oh, because the person is Caucasian. They have to vote for them to make him president. You do not do that to Caucasian people, but you try to do that to Negro American. That is, that is, I'm dumbfounded by this. I'm very dumbfounded by it. But Latinos, it's not about, it's not hate on Latinos, so-called Latinos, so-called Hispanic. I'm not hate on them. I grew up around them. I know what they mind, you know, what click, what make them click. Why make them tick? But I mean, not, there's, you have the Latinos who want, want good things for black people. You have some Latinos who like that. But when you go by the law of average, they only care for themselves. They only, when they, when they, the one thing they will love, they love our, our music, they love our sport athletes, they love us. But when it comes to social issues, gun police brutalities, you ain't gonna see no Latinos talking about the black cause about that. Now, when you pretend to them, they will come out and talk about, about the Joneses. They will come out and talk about it. But when they come to us, they're like, um, como se dice in English? Como se dice, ay Dios mío, como se dice, brutality in, uh, in Spanola? They don't know it. They, they lost their mind. But that's the hypocrisy among Latinos or Hispanic. And those of us who also who go by that Latino nonsense, I'm speaking to you directly, or Latino or Hispanic, whatever that is, you're a mulatto. That's what you are. But let's be clear on that. But what I'm saying is that it's not a hate on Spanish, uh, Spanish culture. I do love Spanish culture. I love it. I love the music. Not all. I don't like bachata. If it's bachata, don't get away from me that crap. I don't like bachata. I like salsa and I like freaking reggaeton. Where they going? Kulo! I like that shit. But what I'm saying is that you guys are delusional if you think that black people, black people are waking up. Black Americans specifically, they are, they're waking up but slowly but surely. They're asking for reparation. I would advise them take it to, the, uh, to, the, uh, to Geneva. You're going to take your case to Geneva. You're going to win it. Because America owes reparation to black Americans. They owe that. Congress owe that to a black American. Don't give us that, oh, this is a long time ago. It's been 400 years. I was not around with my father. No, that's baloney. Because you benefit. You, you benefit from all this hard work that we did for free. Yo, your children, children, they benefit from that. So you cannot tell us that shit happened 400 years ago. That had, not, had, had nothing to do with you. Yes, you got everything to do with you because you benefit from it. Your children benefit from white privilege because of us, because we built this country from the ground up. So it's time to pay up. If I work for you for a year and you didn't pay me and ask you to pay me, you got to pay me. You got to pay me. America, the, the, the U.S. government got to pay reparation. They have to pay. It's a must. It's imperative that they pay reparation to the Negro American. It is imperative that they do that because that only going to divide this country in half. Watch and see. Mark my word. This this topic is going to go on and on. 
because reparation is due. That is America's greatest sin. Slavery is America's greatest sin of all time. There are the she have mingled all the sin, you know, when it comes to homosexuality. That's another sin she partake in. But the number one greatest sin is slavery. And God's gonna punish America for that. She's gonna pay a heavy, a heavy, a heavy price for that. If she don't reconcile with the black America, that would be her downfall. And I, I'm very adamant about what I'm saying. If she don't reconcile with the Negro Americans with reparation, that she will fail. Because everything she had built up to live up to was because of us. We make America great. America don't make us great. Let's be clear on that. Black America make America great. No other race make America great but black America. Specifically. When it comes when about history, historically speaking, is the black Negro American. They make America great. You can argue, you can debate it, but the fact remains, they make America great. So, by and large, they deserve reparation. It is imperative that the U.S. government have to pay reparation to the Negro American. And this is what I'm saying. If, this, if they, they don't get this thing resolved, this will be the... the the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I repeat, this would be the straw that broke the camel's back. If they don't pay reparation to the black American, 10 years from now, you look back to what I said, it will come true. Five years from now, you look back, you say, yes, this is what this guy said in this podcast. It come true. This is the straw that will break the, uh, the, the camel's back. One love. Thank you for tuning in. Take care. Adios. Ciao.